That's what we're known for is our, is our service. When I started here, I think we had right at 400 trucks and we've more than doubled that. And it's because you talk to these customers every day, we are good at that. It's not anything that's, that's super complex. It's just that we pride ourselves on doing what we say we're going to do. Welcome to the Oakley Podcast, Trucking Business and Family. This show is brought to you by Oakley Trucking, headquartered in North Little Rock, Arkansas. The purpose of this podcast is to communicate with Oakley owner-operators and their families by giving them up-to-date information concerning Oakley Trucking and the trucking industry, from business advice to safety updates to success stories. Also, to give an insight to outside truck drivers that might be interested in joining the Oakley family. Hi, I'm Jeremy Kellett, Director of Recruiting here at Oakley Trucking, and I'm your host for this podcast. This is episode number 70. So on today's podcast, I am joined by Nick Crisco, Operations Manager here at Oakley Trucking in the in-dump division, and Manuel Carbajal here in Dispatcher with the in-dumps. And we're going to visit with these guys a little bit and get some insight on what's happening in operations and in dispatch on the in-dump division. I think it's going to be great to hear from them some of the things that uh, maybe you didn't know that you always wondered how it happened and how we put these things together. And the, these guys have the inside scoop on that. So we're going to get with them here in just a little bit. But first, let's get an Oakley update sponsored by Arrow Truck Sales. Keith Wilson and Trey down in Springfield, Missouri, those guys do a fantastic job on selling trucks to owner-operators that are looking to come on to Oakley Trucking and just want to make sure you guys know about them. We've dealt with them a long time. Uh, they are no leases, straight financing, uh, specializing first-time truck buyers, five-year or newer tractors, all makes and models, less than 400,000 miles. They, they run a great program there. The best thing I like about them is service after the sale. Be sure and uh, tell them you heard all this on the Oakley podcast and they'll also give you a choice of $600 worth of fuel or $600 truck accessories or they'll pay half your first month payment if you finance with transport funding. Check them out. Call Keith Wilson at Aero Truck Sales 573-216-6047. Give them a call and let them know you heard it on the Oakley podcast. So with the Oakley update uh, this week, I just want to cover a couple things real quick. You know, one is an owner-operator's expirations that's coming up due. I, I really, this, everybody thinks this is a, everybody all know it and it's getting done, but it's a constant battle for safety dispatch here in the office to try to keep up with owner-operators and things that are expiring. What am I talking about? I'm talking about your physical. That's that's number one because we there's no telling how many guys we got off right now because of health reasons. They do, they didn't able to renew their physical because they didn't get started quick enough to get it done. So they're having some kind of health problems. Physical expired. Now they're trying to get back in good shape so they can get their physical. So take care of yourself. Get your physical. Get ahead of the game on that. Truck inspections. Simple things like truck inspections and getting it done so you don't get stopped. You don't. You're not running in on an expired truck inspection because we're not going to let you do that. But one of the big things I tell you I got from safety real quick was when you go get a a level one, Oakley requires the owner operator to get a level one. This is in addition to your annual truck inspection. So what's been happening that I'm hearing from safety is that when an owner operator of ours goes and 
it's time for a level one. Dispatch may tell him, hey, I need you to get a level one. Well, he goes into the place, the facility, and he gives them the wrong form and gets a annual inspection instead of a level one. Well, level one, we have our own form that has to be filled out. And it that's that's the problem that we're having is they're giving them the wrong form. So if you don't have a level one form to get filled out, you need to contact safety department and get you one ASAP and make sure you give the right uh, form to the guy to get the inspection. So, but take care of all your your paperwork and expirations that's going on. It it makes a big difference in here. Makes a big difference with us if you keep up with your own stuff. We sure would appreciate it. Uh, I'd like to acknowledge one of our owner operators that's been working here 19 years, Mr. Rudy Tovar from El Paso, Texas, truck number nine zero six six. Just a fantastic guy that that's worked with us for. 19 years that's a long time he's done a great job for us he drives a 2006 kw w900 which he's had for a while super big 49er fan for whatever reason i'm not sure rudy but i know manuel's dispatching for a long time too pretty good guy any manuel yes sir yep he's he's definitely an asset to the company rudy we just want to say congratulations we appreciate you here at oakley trucking Okay, let's get started, Nick and Manuel, and let's talk a little bit about what's going on at Oakley Trucking, especially in the end-up dispatch. Now, you may deal with other things, too, which is fine, but I think it's all all over. It's all busy. But first of all, before we do, I always like our listeners to understand who we're talking to so they, they understand that you got some credibility. You've been here a while, and you kind of know what's going on. Nick, first, would you introduce yeah, yourself? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, my name is Nick Crisco. I've dispatched trucks with a fleet manager here for a little over 10 years and then i am now more operations manager kind of you know daily helping our fleet managers how long you been here you said 13 and a half years wow family i I started i started here pretty much right out of college um december the day after christmas 2007 was a big day i had no idea what i was getting into (laughs) didn't know anything about trucking first thing about trucking just had a general business degree, knew some guys from BB, my hometown, that worked here that convinced me to come work here. Had no idea what I was getting into. I just remember my interview here in Benny's office with you and Roger, and I don't know who wasn't in that. And that there's about ten people in that office, <laughs> and I don't, I'll never forget that. That was, uh, I was like, it's welcome to Oakley. Yeah. So, but it, uh, but yes, sir, I have thirteen and a half years. This place has been a blessing to me, and I've got a family, two boys, an eight-year-old, a one-year-old, a wife, been married nine years. It's just, it's been it's been great. We work hard, but this company is, will we'll take care of you, us in the office, just like you know, our owner-operators. Yeah. It's a career-type place. And What I do you do on uh, spare time, on the weekends? I like to play golf. I don't get to do as much of that as I used to now, having two little kids, getting into baseball and all that. But that that's that's fun as well. I've spent a lot of time at the at the baseball fields this summer. My eight year old's gotten into that, which is fun and different. Um, huge Razorback fan. Usually go to a few football games a year. Sports, golf. Good deal. That ties up most of my time. Yeah, yeah the eight-year-old and little one, that will tie up your time. Oh, yeah, yeah. My my weekends are far different than they were in December of 07, <laughs> but it but it's it's a lot of fun. What about you, Manuel? Tell us a little bit about yourself. My name is Manuel Carvajal. I'm, I'm 31 years old. I'm from El Dorado, Arkansas. 
graduated from UCA in Conway back in 2013. And I think I started working here in 2014, a month later. I've been here for seven and a half years now, and so far, so good. Yeah, it's something else. And yet, what do you do on the weekends? You don't have family, right? No, sir. Zero kids. Recently engaged. Oh, congratulations. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yep. Been engaged for about two months. My fiance just moved to Little Rock, so just over the weekends, we just kind of pick a place, kind of check it out, take her out to eat, and just pretty much hang out. Low key. Low key, yeah. Well, that's because you probably- stay out of trouble. You probably wore out after yeah. working at Oakley five days. Yes, sir. Yep. So tell us a little bit, I mean, how the day goes. I think a lot of our listeners just kind of like to know, I mean, when you come in in the morning, what's going on? What's priority? Nick, what's priority when you come in in the morning? Generally, every morning we've got something that has gone wrong the night before, something unforeseen, breakdowns, delays, blown tires, whatever it may be. So that generally our fleet managers will get to – get communicating that and we're all trying to put out fires to do what we can to take care of that notify customers if we can't notify them of delays that's generally how we're conditioned in here that's why it's very important for guys to let us know as soon as they know if and when something goes wrong i mean people understand that things are going to happen and but they don't understand us not letting them know. I mean, that's a pretty common phrase that we kind of deal with in operations every day is people understand that things are going to happen. They don't understand us not letting them know about it. So that's usually the first thing every day is somebody, we've got a group text, a group thread that goes on, feels like about 24 (laughs) seven with all the fleet managers and such and such broke down, such and such is still sitting in Atlanta, you name it. So we come in, we try to put those fires out, call the customers, and then we why is that so important well i mean oakley has i mean that's what we're known for as our as our service i mean when i started here i think we had right at 400 trucks and we've more than doubled that and it's because you talk to these customers every day i mean it's because we we are good at that it's not it's not anything that's it's super complex it's just that we pride ourselves on doing what we say we're going to do and when things go wrong letting people know about it pretty simple stuff but it takes a lot of it takes the guy that's out there dealing with the problem the guy us here in the office it takes there's a lot of moving parts it's just it's easy to ignore problems yeah i mean i think they'll go away it's human nature to obviously to nobody generally you're not just super excited about dealing with problems but that's kind of what we're doing in here all day so you kind of but we've got to know about it and and a lot of guys it's also a human nature to not want to feel like they're letting somebody down or to call in here and tell us about a problem we understand that too but i mean a lot of stuff we we still have to know about it right because that's how we've grown and and these people understand that manuel you dispatch how many trucks roundabout uh 52 is that a pretty good handful i mean it is that's pretty takes a lot of time to do that, doesn't it? Yes, sir. It's a full-time job, that's for sure. Are you? But are you able to communicate with your drivers pretty good? I mean, you're talking 52 a day. I mean, you talk to every one of them every day, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a bit of a challenge, but we, we get it done. And a lot of these guys, they're, they're 
told to check in with us between seven and nine, which makes a whole lot of difference knowing where your assets are at so that you can plan accordingly throughout the day. And if you have a guy on a plan, you can make sure that plan is still still good from the night before. Or if you don't have a guy on a plan, you can kind of be on the alert to, if you hear somebody like Nick say, hey man, you have a guy in Dallas or we got some tr- loads in Dallas, we can. And if you, that's why it's important to hear from your guys, right? right Every morning, yeah. so you know, Whatever you can take advantage of those loads that are. Being holler at, yeah. yeah. That are coming in. Well, I know 52 is a lot of people do. It used to be. I guess the Qualcomm's have made it easier, hadn't it, guys? It has, and 52 is a is a lot. He's got, I mean, very busy all day, and the Qualcomm has helped, but it's still is is very important to to talk to the guys on the phone and to hear from guys because we we can look on the Qualcomm and see where a guy's at or even what his hours are when he started, but we still don't know what's going on a lot of times, especially that's why he may be feeling sick. He may be have a breakdown or waiting to get an air leak fixed. I mean, you name it. We, we still need to hear from guys on the phone in the morning. I think that's know? Oakley going a, a step further than a lot of companies. We want to hear from that guy so we can give clear information to the customer right absolutely yeah i mean pre-qualcomm days it was always seven to nine and, and we still need to be doing that i know a lot of guys do but we the qualcomm does help some of that I and mean, it's not intended to micromanage the guys on the road by any means it's it's, it's to do what he was just saying to try to, to the more we can know about what's going on out there the better we can plan the better we can stay ahead of the guys. It's just it just makes everything work better. You you can look on it just because you look and see a guy in Dallas and he started at eight o'clock. I mean, you don't know what he's dealing with right. until you talk to him. Right. You know, so we still want guys to call in in the mornings. It just I do think that separates us a lot. Man, well, how, I was just sitting here thinking how I'm still on the fifty two trucks, but how. How do you handle everybody's different needs? I mean, different personalities, different needs, home needs, different ways of running. They all run different probably. I mean, how do you handle that? That's got to be a challenge. Uh, I think a lot of that has to do with this guy's been around for a while, and they stick around, and they get to know you. You get to know them. I got guys that like to get up. Larry McAvoy, he gets up at like 2 in the morning, and he's already on the road. And I got some other guys that they'd rather stay in seven eight o'clock and start rolling so it just kind of depends i guess who that guy is you have to learn that though don't you yes yeah i think the one-on-one dispatch is what separates us a little bit from other trucking companies just because i deal with this 50 guys five days a week seven days a week whatever instead of me passing it to a different dispatcher and that guy doesn't know where the guy lives or how he operates or just details like that help a lot that's why it's chaos when you go on vacation yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some guys, sometimes they decide to take off with me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like there's, and that means a lot because they, they got that one-on-one connection that they want to, they understand you and they they don't want to use anybody else. And we've heard that for years and years. Everybody's worried about getting a new dispatcher and going to somebody different. But ultimately with a growing company like we are, it's going to happen. It's going, that's just going to happen. I mean, it, you're going to have, you want to be getting a new dispatcher at some point just because that's the way growing pains work. That's the way it is. So what's happening with the dump freight? Where's it all at? What's 
where's your main lanes happening? I mean, what is going on? It seems to have exploded this year. It has. It's. I mean, we're extremely busy in multiple different areas. I mean, we are. We're having to steadily kind of manage the floodgates on the phone on what we're booking and and telling people when we can do things. Got um, more than you can haul. Absolutely. It's. That's why we're really. We need guys working um, as as much as they can. But the good thing about us is we're consistent twelve months out of the year. That's another thing that I feel like separates us from trucking companies is we're we're going to have work twelve months out of the year. But there obviously are times where think they're in certain jobs and and spot things that go on that hey man this isn't always going to you need to get it while the iron's hot. We need to. If you're interested in staying out a weekend working here and there, maybe you don't normally do that. Now is the time. We are the problems a lot of people are having when you go into shops waiting on parts. So we've got kind of our inventory of our of our guys is down, and we've got we've got work all over yeah. the place, which is which is great. You know, and um, I think it's a good point. Is now is the time to sock away that money. Yes, you know. Hit that even if it's a, a weekend a month or something where you can make that extra eight hundred thousand dollars over a weekend and sock that away, man. I mean yeah. that that can come into play just like you said with getting parts. And we know we've had guys down talked about that on the last podcast. Guys mm-hmm. being down for three weeks waiting on a part to come in. So I mean, when when the getting's good, I mean I know ideally we want everybody to work all the time, <laughs> right? I'm <laughs> right. sure that that's a and it's just getting harder to find those guys that can do that, which I understand. It's it's going to that. We are, you know, we are doing a lot of uh, spot stuff here and there, but we've got a lot of we're doing forty, fifty loads a week out of Birmingham to Memphis area. We're still hauling clay out of troop to Muskogee, forty, fifty loads a week. We've still got a lot of our steady stuff, but right now, um, striking while the iron hot and 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 putting some extra money away. Like you just said, right? I mean, yeah. now is the time. I mean, if you have any interest in in staying out, maybe if you don't normally, it can be done right now. I assure you. Just you get a lot of guys. Do many of our guys stay out these days and work weekends? I guess. I mean, we got a lot of them that do, don't we? Don't do we? still have a lot. Of- what about you? Yeah, I mean, every weekend, probably at least fifteen to twenty of my guys will stay out and work the weekend. Some of those guys, they they go home, you know stay out for two, three weeks, and then go home. I have some guys to stay out for more than that. How long does old Rudy stay out? <laughs> right now he's going home every every other weekend. Okay. Out in El Paso. Yes, yeah. sir. Well, is it hard to get those guys home? I mean, uh, get, give us an example. I mean, you got guys live where? All over the country? All over Arizona, New Mexico, El Paso. You know, Mississippi, I have a bunch of Mississippi guys, which are like by far probably my favorites just because how easy it is for them to get home and get out of the house a lot of times. So, yeah, makes it a little bit easier getting those guys home. Yes, sir. Do y'all normally load a guy home or do they go home empty? We try to. I mean, I I think that makes a hell of a difference as far as what their paycheck is going to look like, but following week just keep them keep them loaded the most we can we definitely try to load them through the house unless they just have something going on that they can't and that's fine too but it 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 definitely helps helps 
pick up another load for a customer. That too, and and you can certainly tell over time the guys that are taking loads through the house generally, or as opposed to just going home emptying and calling it a week, uh, want to go home. That I mean, that adds up a lot. I guess you're utilizing that guy just as much, but I know I've told this before on a when I was dispatching, if you were at the house Monday, you were probably the last one on my list. <laughs> you know, just because I had other guys unloading somewhere else away from the house. I mean that, but that's back when we didn't have near the freight we have now. Right. So now you're you're looking for any available yeah. truck. It definitely helps guys' revenue to be loaded through the house. Like I said, I mean, and got something going on in the can. That's we can certainly deal with that, but it 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 helps. Okay, we're talking with Nick Crisco and Manuel Carbajal with the Indump Division, operations guys, dispatchers, and they've been with us a long time. Been with Oakley Trucking 13 years, seven plus years, and they're giving us just a lowdown of what's going on in the Indump Division and how owner operators can maximize their money and how we can, how they make a difference in meeting our customer needs. So, what what else we got, guys? What what's some good stuff we need to cover to let our listeners know what's going on in the end up division? Well, I think kind of what we touched on a minute ago, but the, the good good thing about here is that a, a lot of guys and most of our guys do recognize I think because we've got so many guys that have been here multiple years is that we're going to be able to find freight and be somewhat consistent over a twelve month period. Times like now when we're as busy as can be and everybody else is too it's you tend to get a lot of promises on just the best deals ever and guys start hopping around this and that but we've seen a lot of different economies here and oakley has been around a long time and we're and as you can see last last year when we were able to find work and our guys still make money in the in some of the worst times so that's I really think that sets us apart from a lot of a lot. I mean, right now it's it's busy everywhere. Well, and it's tempting, you know. Sure, yeah, and I can understand that, hundred percent. But what we do see is is a lot of of guys that want to come back because I mean because that's our overall package here over a twelve month period is is pretty darn good. Yeah, we just did a two weeks ago did a rehire podcast. So I don't know if everybody didn't listen to that. You need to go back and listen to two guys that left Oakley Trucking, tried it on their own, said, nope, that ain't happening. And then they came back to Oakley Trucking and they give their stories really good. Yeah. You know, to, to get, because we get that a lot you yeah. know, with guys. And and I've always said, look, I'll you go do your own thing and you bring me a year's worth of money and I'll show you a year's worth of money at Oakley Trucking. And I guarantee you and all the benefits we have at Oakley. And I promise you, you're going to make more money per mile net money here at Oakley Trucking than you are doing anything else, I think. Yeah. And consistently, you can count on it. The wife can count on it. I mean, at the house, you get it every Friday. You don't have to collect it. You don't have to worry about it. I mean, it's just we make it very, very simple. So, 100%. Some of the things, we do have a couple things that we'd like, just as far as issues that we've had recently. We've had a couple contaminations of roofing granules. How'd that happen? Well, that's a good question. <laughs> We've got anybody that's pulled a dump here for probably more than a week has hauled a, roof, a load of roofing granules at some point. And I'm not saying this to, to be negative or anything like that. Cause we, we do most loads right. But 
wanted to highlight that we have had a couple loads of granules wet the last couple weeks. Those can be very expensive for the guy involved and us, depending on. It's just we want to do, if you're having any sort of problem with your trailer, the tarp, and you don't feel 100% confident about keeping your load dry, tell, tell us, tell your dispatcher, don't haul the load. We'd rather haul the, tell the customer we can't pick up their load because we can't do it right than take any sort of chance. That mean, And they would rather us do that too. We've also had an issue. We had a trailer turnover earlier. Um, yeah, this past week. Earlier this past week. And after doing some investigating, the, the guy had set his tractor brakes and released his trailer brakes big no-no complete opposite you know of what we're supposed to be doing so you know it's just paying attention to details and and you get doing the same job every day you can really lax on some things and and it's easy to do that i mean but you gotta you're not just responsible for yourself but you're responsible for who's who's loading that trailer and where you're dumping it at and i mean it's you got to, I've always told our owner operators, they got a lot of responsibility when they lease on here. And we expect a lot out of them. We really yeah. do. And it's just paying attention to those details and communicating with us and how, how we can prevent, even, even if we do most loads right, man, they just always remember that one wrong load and they want to throw it up in your face every time <laughs> when you do something wrong about it. And it's very frustrating for us to deal with customers that way. I know it's got to yeah. be. How about new customers? Are you seeing a, a bunch of new customers? We, I mean, we're getting a lot of calls every day. We're getting, I mean, it seems like every day we're sending, talking to, about getting a new customer set up, right? but that's just the availability. We are getting a lot of calls, a lot of people that we haven't talked to before, which is good, but it's just trying, trying to balance it with what we do every day and, and year round. But we are, there are, there are a lot of people out there looking to move yeah they need trucks yes, hey uh, that's right that's what i was going to talk about man well how about your trip you went out on the road well you and kobe went out and saw some customers last was it last week yes sir yeah we went down to the dallas area and visited probably i don't know 20 maybe over 20 20 different customers kind of check with them seeing how things were and trying to get some feedback on drivers are going in and out of these places and trying to see what kind of production they're, they're having after, I don't know, the whole COVID, how yeah. it's affected their business. And it seems like 99% of the customers we visited down there, GAF, CertainTeed, all these shingle plants, they're, they can't keep up. It's a lot of work they're, they're yeah. doing right now just to keep up with the demand. Are they having trouble? You're, you're saying they're having trouble hiring people to keep up with the demand in the plants, probably. Right, yeah, that and I guess... The man has gone through the roof, I guess. We got to talk to some people. I kind of like that phrase there, gone through the roof. Shingles shingles gone through the roof. Yeah. We visited some shingle plant down there in Dallas, and he was just commenting how they're sold out until September of next year. It was just incredible how the economy has taken a turn in less than a year. I think one of the... Places went to see, also commented on how from the time the shingles are made, it takes about four days and it's already on top of a house. That's how no fast kidding. they're putting this material out there. But it seems like they're they're busy and they're happy with us. So That's good. What about the scrapyards you went into? 
Did you go into some of them? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we saw at least four or five of them down there in the Dallas area. and Eye openers? Yeah, definitely. I wouldn't want to drive. I wouldn't even walk through there. It's just dirty and nasty, but... Now I can see what drivers talk about whenever they, they say, hey, this place is a mud hole or this and that. And really got to experience that. And I've, I've seen some scrap yards here in Little Rock, but nothing outside of that. Uh, well, now will it will it make you call that customer and go, hey, can you, I mean, clean up just a little bit? Or Yes, sir. Yeah, definitely. And we try to do that from yeah. time to time, and but I never realized how bad it is until you see it in person. Yeah. It's a, it is definitely an eye opener going in some of these places, but it's good that you're getting out and doing that and seeing these customers. I'm glad they're letting us do that now. That that helps a lot in getting face to face with some of them. So, sounds like the big thing is we just need some more trucks to get pick up more loads and get more customers and grow this company. Absolutely, we need uh, everybody out there to turn in some recruiting cards, yeah. bring some buddies over. Where where does it does it matter? I mean, I know the answer to this, but where they live? I mean, where do we need that? Really, unless you're talking about the Pacific Northwest and that part of the country, we could. I would say on an end dump right now, you could no matter unless you lived in Idaho, Montana, or California, we could figure out a way to get every couple three weeks. Even you know, we're doing more and more up in the far northeast. I don't like Maine, but Connecticut, Rhode Island, New Jersey used to just seem like far off lands and an end dump. Yeah, we 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 can get we can get guys home better and better and got more customer resources, more guys that have been here years and dispatch that have kind of developed lanes and customer base over time. So I mean, anywhere. Just about anywhere. Just about just about anywhere. As far as going home every weekend, that would probably be Case by case. Yeah. The home weekends is more of the, oh, central Texas up to even Chicago or even Wisconsin. I would say maybe if you went all, west of San Antonio and kind of drew up a imaginary line all the way up to Minneapolis and, and over. over. Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Maybe across to Pennsylvania and then anywhere south of that. Yeah. Could get out home every weekend yeah. on the end dump. That's a lot of that's a lot of places. It is. It is. <laughs> it's and easy for you to say, Manuel's got to do it, right? <laughs> right, Manuel. Yeah. yeah, he's probably trying to cut me off. But <laughs> well, that's good because that's that uh, man doing that takes some coordination and communication to be able to get a guy out and run him because this is not an out and back deal like a lot of companies. It's you load out of here. And we find you a backhaul. That's not it. That's not the way it works here. I mean, you go Little Rock to Atlanta, then you may go Atlanta to Pennsylvania, then you may go Carolina to Carolina, and then back to Tennessee, and then right. get and then try to find him a load home. You're trying to piece right. the best paying loads together, mm-hmm. and then still get the guy to make the money. Y'all keep up with how much money you guys make the owner operators are making, don't you, Manuel? Yes, sir. On the daily, daily. Mm-hmm. Got to make sure you. Know how many miles these guys are running a day, and the guy had a bad day or whatever. Try to make make up for it the following Why day. Why do you or, do that? Well, keeps keeps that driver happy for sure. Keeps that paycheck the way that the driver wants it. Now, you know, all of our drivers they have different needs and different expectations, and we just try to meet those. Perfect. Yeah. Well, man, that's good stuff. I, I tell you guys, it. Uh, I really appreciate y'all coming in and and doing this. I know it's kind of spur of the moment. And, 
I know I had to persuade Manuel a little bit, but <laughs> do y'all want to add anything before we close it out? Yeah, I wasn't trying to go down a negative path on the wet granules and all that stuff. We we're just trying to was even going to talk a little bit about maybe those guys checking checking their trailer around the tailgate. A lot of times these guys, we coach them, tell them if you're running through a bunch of rain, before you go in, pull off a truck stop a couple miles down the road, check around your tailgate, check if there's any visible, visible wet granules, <laughs> scoop those out of the way because you might 99% of the load might be just fine. And we've had guys pull in, they see some wet granules around the chute. They reject the entire load. Yeah. You know, we may have a lot of guys that don't know that. We kind of wanting to get that out, That just some tips. Yeah, because it can get wet around that cold chute. Yeah, for sure. the rest of the load be fine. And the rest of the load be fine. So, yeah, that's stuff that you uh, new guys won't know. Right, yeah. But hopefully they, their trainer teaches them a little bit about that. Yeah. If they get a trainer. No, they do. Yeah. What else on your list? And just the trailer issues. I just wanted to make make a point to just communicate with your with your dispatcher or, or anybody here in dispatch so that we don't if you have anything wrong with your trailer, we want to get it fixed and we want to get it in here if we can, but we don't necessarily have to. We don't want, want you dealing with a problem out on the road. We really do talk about that a lot here in the office and we want to make sure it's being done. But in order to do it, you know, don't feel bad about telling us about a problem with your trailer. It's not going to, we don't take it as anybody complaining. I mean, there's nothing more frustrating than dealing with a piece of equipment that doesn't work right. So we want to help, but you've got to help us help you. Let us, let us know about it and remind us and we're not, you're not complaining. We, we just want to help. Right. Need to get it fixed. Yeah. And and if if you're not if you've said something a couple times and you're not getting any anywhere, hey, call somebody else. Yeah, call call somebody else. Call Manuel; he'll get it done. I guarantee you. Amen. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, no kidding. I appreciate y'all doing this. Yeah. I think it helps a lot to to get with uh, operations, so people can understand what's going on and in your head out here too, and trying to do your job every day and make money for everybody and we're all on the same page their tractor pulling oakley trailer and we all got to make a living off of that mm -hmm. somehow some way so we got to figure that out and it, it, it's working real good at oakley truck and we just need more owner operators so appreciate everybody listening to the oakley podcast once again i'd like for you to send me some um messages i'd like for you to send me some videos if you want to you can text me i'd like to have some input if you've got questions about what goes on in oakley operations or oakley dispatch or you have a question for me at all i want you to send it to my personal cell phone number 501-733-1206 and i will definitely get back with you i'd like to have some questions from our listeners and that we can discuss every week and we'll we'll answer them for you right here on the podcast so Appreciate y'all tuning in every week. Don't forget to check us out on YouTube, all the social media outlets, and we'll talk to you again next week. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Oakley Podcast, Trucking, Business, and Family. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate or review the show in the podcast platform of your choice and share it with a friend. We love hearing from our audience, so if you've got a question, comment, or just want to say hello, head over to our website, theoakleypodcast.com, and click the Leave a Comment button. We'll get you a response soon and may even share some of the best ones here on the show. We'll be back with a fresh episode very soon. Thanks for listening.